Welcome to So Sorry for Your Loss. This is not your average grief group. I'm Gianna DiMedio. Thanks for joining me as we normalize the conversation around grief with the stories of those who've gone through it, a whole lot of humor, and a pinch of celebrity and entertainment news. Because fun fact, they grieve too. There's more to grief than that godforsaken dove flying over a willow tree on a sympathy card. I know you've seen it and know what I mean. Let's change the way society looks at it. Visit ssfylpodcast.com for more. On the heels of last week's episode about signs, which you guys absolutely loved, uh, today is going to have a little bit of signs involved in it too. I have an announcement to make and there is a lot of signs from the universe that were involved. So welcome back. This is Gianna and welcome to So Sorry for Your Loss. Uh, like I said, with the signs, it's really popular with you guys and why not? What an interesting topic. I, I love talking about it. I could talk about it all day long. I've had so many signs that have happened in my life, but I want to hear about yours. I want to do an episode of collections from all these different listeners and all the different experiences that you've had. I mentioned that in the last episode. Some of you have already emailed me, which I'm excited about to get these stories. But DM me on Instagram at so sorry with Gianna or email me at giannademedio at gmail.com and I'll start compiling all of those for an episode in the future. Also, have you checked out Shop All the Skies? I know I keep talking about it, but it's because it's so special to me. Make sure you go to Shop All the Skies. Dot com. Check out the merchandise we have there. There's some stuff specific to the podcast. If you want to get a So Sorry for Your Loss hat, there's an amazing one there. It's actually like a really well-fitted hat. I wear it all the time. It's one of my favorite hats. It's just, it, it feels great on and it looks super cute. Plus some other merchandise about signs on there. If you go on, you'll see that there's a couple different products that I have that say, look for the signs. And it's just a really sweet reminder that it's out there in the universe. And the thing I think is going to be really cool about it, I think it is something to show this community that we are strong and we're all there together. I think that when you're wearing these things or you're holding the tote bag and you're out in public, somebody might stop and say, oh, hey, I believe in that too. Listen to this story I have. So I think it's a great community building thing as well. If my audio sounds a little weird today, it's because I am coming to you from Nantucket. I uh, am in Nantucket, Massachusetts. Um, Mark and I took a couple days up here to visit some friends. I've never been up here before. It's very cute, very quaint. Uh, really good food, obviously. And oh my gosh, delicious ice cream. We went to this place. It's like incognito. It's called the juice bar, but it's really an ice cream place. And I got this drink that is fresh watermelon juice blended with soft serve vanilla ice cream. Guys, holy shit. It was so, so good. If you've ever had gelati before, like water ice and ice cream together, it's kind of like at the bottom of it when it all gets like mushed together and you don't really know whether you're eating the water ice and the ice cream and it's delicious. Well, that was this whole drink. I think I have to go back today and get a second one because it was so, so good. I'm such a big watermelon fan too. And like watermelon in the summer is delicious. And in New England, it's just, oh, it's just perfect. Perfect. Hope you're having a good summer, a good week. And now I'll get into that announcement I wanted to share. I'm excited to share that I am pregnant with baby number two. So happy. We're so thrilled. My daughter's a little too young to quite understand what that means. We keep trying to tell her like, oh, you're getting a sibling. Do you think you're having a brother or sister? And she just kind of like babbles and talks around, but she doesn't quite get it yet. 
I think that she's also like in, in a lot of our circles, she's always the youngest. Like there's other children that are older than her. She hasn't been around a lot of newborns or babies. Um, so I hope that maybe once we see a few more or my belly starts to grow, maybe she'll start to understand what it is. I mean, obviously I have six more months until I deliver. So there's some time for her to understand. But we are really excited, especially because there is something I haven't shared with you all. Um, and it was kind of my decision to not that I was keeping it a secret. I just like needed to process it in my own way for a little bit. I, I think I also felt like I've been through so many losses and I've had so much sympathy from other people that I didn't want to feel like I was putting it out there because I needed sympathy or I wanted the sympathy. I think I was very sensitive to that. But we had a miscarriage in January and it was really jarring, I'd say, because I had already been through a healthy pregnancy. You know, it took me a little bit to get pregnant, but it was once I was pregnant, it was healthy. Sienna is obviously amazing, has been very healthy along the way. And we've been very, very lucky and blessed in that sense. So to get pregnant again, we just assumed it was going to be the same thing. And when it didn't work that way, when God had a different plan, and when I had to go to the hospital and was told the news, it was really shattering. We, I think we were just more confused. We were really just not expecting that. Um, so I, I guess I'll back up a little bit. There's a lot to this story and involving signs. I did share a little bit of it on social. So if you go to at so sorry with Gianna, I posted a reel about this story along with rainbows and how there were signs of rainbows that I didn't realize were for me, but apparently it was about our rainbow baby. So if you want to see that, go check it out. I'll talk about that though here in this episode, but there were more signs that started earlier on. So a few days before I found that I was pregnant, I think some of you may know I work really closely with Elaine Portner, who is a spiritual medium. She's been on this podcast before. I will link to her episode in the show notes. And also, I do a lot with her on Instagram. We're actually hosting an Instagram Live in a few weeks on July 26th, where she'll answer any questions that you have for spiritual mediums. And then she also gives the opportunity for listeners to join in. Like, I can allow you to come into the chat with us, and she'll do a reading for you. She's so giving and so gracious in that sense where she wants to share her gift with anybody. So that's also coming up. Stay tuned for that July 26th. So a few days before I found out I was pregnant, I went to a group session with her and my mom. And of course, my dad comes through loud and clear and is talking. He actually gave a lot of messages to my mom in that session. And she says to us that he said he's coming back and that we'll know when it's him. And she looked at my mom and said, do you have other children? And she said, no, just her, meaning just me. I'm an only child. And Elaine kind of looks at both of us and is like trying to decipher what this message is that she's getting from my dad about another child. And she looks at me and kind of gives this look. And you can hear the whole room burst into laughter of like, oh, my gosh. And my mom looks at me and says, are you pregnant? I'm like, no, I don't think so. Well, lo and behold, four days later, I found out that I was. And uh, I was so, so happy, so excited. I told my husband the next day, and I just really felt like that message from Elaine to me was saying that it was my dad sending me this baby or sending me a baby boy that was going to be so much like him. And... uh, 
I mean, having my child, having Sienna was something really healing for me in my grief journey, along with all of the other very difficult things in the, in the grief journey. And that's a whole other episode one day, but it was healing for me and that I did feel like I got a part of my dad back or to have this blood relative of my dad. You know, I'm an only child. I don't have any other siblings or somebody that's so connected to my dad in the way that I am. So to get that from my daughter was really special. And I was really excited about having another child, especially when there was a message around it saying that he was coming back in some way or another. So he says to you, uh, he's coming back. Yeah. <laughs> and he says to you uh, to watch out for him in a good way. So, uh, do you have any children, Linda? Just her. Okay. Um, oh, there we go. <laughs> oh no, just like him. <laughs> I just need to leave it like that. And so what's really interesting about things like this and statements and bold, like aggressive statements like that, um, it's not, so when they, when there's reincarnation, you can't go into it too deeply. We've been together long enough, I think, but I love it. But just quickly, um, just know that it's, um, I call it just spiritual DNA, like it's a part of him. Yeah. Okay. So I don't know what that really means. Um, but just take it. Um, My daughter is so much him, too. Oh, okay. Just, so maybe yeah. that is it. Not only to scare you, but I did Yeah. And, and you might come back with it in two years and say, oh, my God, Elaine, you know, you stink her. Um, so, so let's just reiterate this for a second. A or E in her name at all? Sienna. So they're E and oh, I. Yes. Okay, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. So there is a confirmation of that. He is watching over her. So, you know, a few weeks go on, I wake up one morning and, you know, I guess I should preface this by saying I never quite felt comfortable in the pregnancy and not in a physical way, more of an emotional way. I just kept kind of questioning it. I thought about miscarriage more than I had in my first pregnancy. And I know that it's very prevalent. I have many friends that have had miscarriages but I couldn't really shake the feeling. I actually had a whole conversation with my therapist about it. And like, I guess I feel stupid kind of accepting this pregnancy when I know that anything can happen. And like, what if it does? And I, I need to be prepared. But at the root of it, like me thinking about miscarriage or me not accepting the pregnancy isn't going to make it any better. It's not going to make it any less sad. It's not going to make it any easier on me. So she kind of really counseled me and advised me to just take a deep breath, take in the pregnancy, allow myself to feel it. And I did. And that was a Thursday. And Mark and I went out to dinner and we cheers, you know, me with my ginger ale to being pregnant and really trying to just breathe it all in and not be so worried about miscarriage. And by Saturday morning, I woke up to blood. (laughs) So, you know, I, I felt stupid. I felt down on myself. I felt like I caused it. I felt everything. I felt all the emotions. And if you're sitting here listening and you've had a miscarriage, you understand. It's just a a rush of 
blame and guilt and so much that a woman shouldn't feel, but like we can't help ourselves from feeling. So I went to the hospital and we had kind of hoped that it wasn't going to be that because I did actually have some bleeding with Sienna. I have, I'm actually a negative blood type, which I would have never known had it not been for my pregnancy because like who knows their blood type? Do you know your blood type? Like I don't, I wouldn't have known. (laughs) But I guess with the negative blood type, if a child that you're carrying has a blood type that does not match yours, then your body could fight it off potentially. Like it sees it as a threat to the system. So I have to get a special shot throughout my pregnancies to make sure that that doesn't happen. So there was a chance that when I was bleeding that it was just that, that it could have been something with the body trying to fight or, or whatever it was. So we were a little hopeful, but it didn't turn out that way. The doctors came in and delivered the news and it was really a shock. I hadn't told my mom that I was pregnant yet, so I had to call her. I think I FaceTimed her from the hospital and told her, I was like, listen, I'm pregnant, but I'm miscarrying. And that was really devastating for both of us. But in the good news, you know, how we've kind of been traveling at that point in time, I was living 20 minutes away from my mom in Florida. So she was there for my support and to really help me. And the next day, we just spent the whole day together as family and I just tried to focus on what well, we did have our beautiful baby girl and you know it, it it just wasn't meant to be my body was doing what it needed to do for that pregnancy but there was this whole emotional mix up and confusion with well why did my dad send that message and why would he have let this happen so I felt really angry with my dad and I guess there's this thing too of like when you have angels up there, you expect them to take care of you and you expect them to protect you from any bad in the world. And you know that's just not how life is because pretty much everybody has an angel up there. And if the, then nothing bad would happen to anybody. You know, you hear about people where there's multiple deaths in the family. Like how could they let that happen? So it, it was very... It was a trying time physically, emotionally, mentally, all of it. But I felt that the tools that I had from this community, the lessons I've learned from all of you along the way, so many of you that have had miscarriage that have messaged me or that I've had on the podcast, I've learned what I was going to feel. I didn't feel alone. I knew there were people to reach out to. I knew that some of the things that I was feeling or being so hard on myself about were completely normal and that it wasn't me. I wasn't a bad person. I didn't cause this miscarriage, but that this is a completely normal thing to feel and that millions of women go through it. And that was really helpful. It's still was something that I carried with me for months later that I didn't even realize. I actually had had a therapy session in April where there were other issues going on that I thought were from something completely different. And my therapist, who is, I like to call her the excavator, she like really digs down deep, like past anything that you think you could get to. She keeps going further and finds like, ah, yes, that's the reason you feel this way. Let's work on that. And it turns out that my miscarriage was really kind of the the impetus to some of the feelings that I was having. So if you've had a miscarriage, if you've dealt with pregnancy issues, I really encourage therapy. I do think there's a lot tied up into it that is not even something that we're able to see. 
or that we're able to get to ourselves. And it was really helpful for me to have that resource for somebody to look at it almost like, you know, objectively and see how the miscarriage and the feelings around it might be affecting other parts of my life. So that was really helpful. So now moving on to, I've taken you up until about April. This is where the information that I included in the reel comes in. There was one day, at this point we're living in Laguna Beach, and there is one day where the shades on the window were positioned in just a way that this beautiful rainbow was cast onto the comforter on my bed. And I looked at it and the, the colors were just so vibrant and I was putting my hand behind it to really show like how bright the colors were. And I posted it immediately onto Instagram. And I know that a lot of people look at rainbows as a sign. For me, it's not necessarily a sign. I don't know that I have one specifically. I know a lot of friends are dragonflies or butterflies or coins. But for me, my dad kind of like comes through in, in different ways. It's really like his name. Like I'll see his name in certain situations. I'll hear songs in certain situations. But I can't say that I have one specific. So rainbow didn't really make sense to me. But I posted it on Instagram and I said, hey, is this anybody's sign? Or maybe you're going through something today and you needed a sign. Here it is. And I did have a couple people respond, say, oh, wow, I needed to see this today. Thanks so much for sharing. Then I got one message from my best friend's husband, Josh, who said, is it your rainbow baby? Are you pregnant? And I was pretty shocked by that. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I didn't even think that this could apply to me, but I don't know. Like, no, at this time I'm not pregnant, but let's see what happens. Who knows? Well, lo and behold, (laughs) Josh, who will now be known as the Oracle, was right. And I didn't even know, but that sign was for me, a sign of my rainbow baby. I found out I was pregnant a few weeks later. Of course, not with any drama. I found out I was pregnant and the next day started bleeding. So didn't know if I was miscarrying already or what was going on. But and this is Mother's Day weekend, by the way. So it was it was stressful. And I had to be around a lot of family and pretend like nothing was wrong. As I was going through a ton of emotions. And I had to hold a lot of champagne glasses and fake drink them. (laughs) Because everyone knows I love champagne. So they poured me a glass for Mother's Day. But we ended up staying in town with our family a little bit longer so that we could go to my hospital uh, where my all my records are, where I had Sienna, so that w- we could figure out what was going on. And luckily, we got good news. They said it was just a little bit of implantation bleeding, which if you don't know what that is, sometimes when the egg implants into the wall of the uterus, it can cause bleeding that is a little similar to a period that's uh, a lot lighter, but it can be very confusing. Like, you know, you're getting one message saying you're pregnant on a pregnancy test and one message through bleeding that you're not pregnant. But we got the clearances that we were, went home, kind of still held our breath a little bit, and uh, the bleeding cleared up and everything was okay. And we were pregnant. So it's been really good since then. And I will say the feeling that I had with the miscarriage pregnancy of, being so nervous about a miscarriage, I haven't had with this one. I kind of, from the get, was like, yeah, this is the baby. This is this is sticking with me. This is going to be my pregnancy. And I think that helped me realize that there was a difference. 
Um, I don't know. It's still kind of, I, I just, I don't really know how to pinpoint that. I feel like that sounds crazy. I don't know if maybe you've had a similar experience or similar situation, but um, it's been a tough pregnancy, I will say. And my pregnancy with Sienna was the same. I don't know that I've ever shared it because I think I started the podcast after giving birth to her, but my pregnancy was really, really tough the first time. I was really, really sick. I found out that I was pregnant the week that COVID really hit the American shores. And I had one week in the office and then we were sent home on Friday and I've never been back since. (laughs) That was two and a half years ago. Um, And it was like, yeah, I actually really needed this because I don't know how I would have gone to the office every day. The amount of vomiting and nausea and just horrible headaches and exhaustion and fatigue, it would have been really difficult. Um, It was still a really intense time of work. I worked for a hospital system at the time that there was a international deadly virus. So there was a lot of work to be done. But to be able to do it from bed or to be able to just get up and throw up whenever I needed to um, was super helpful. Um, So I'm kind of going through the same thing now. The nausea, the vomiting, the extreme fatigue, the just feeling so, so sick. I have said to my husband that some of it kind of feels like grief in the sense where like, I just want to be sleeping because I don't want to feel anything. And I remember that feeling being so, so real after my dad where like being awake and facing reality was so hard. With that, obviously more of on an emotional capacity with this, the pregnancy being more physical that just like being awake is so painful, honestly, sometimes. I mean, the the nausea is so tough. The uncontrollable headaches. It's just, it's a lot. And I don't want to sound like I'm complaining because I'm so grateful to be pregnant, but it is tough. Um, I actually have a condition called hyperemesis gravidarum, which you may have heard popularized by Kate Middleton. So like I'm basically royalty at this point because we share the same condition. (laughs) And also Amy Schumer, who made it popular on her Netflix, or no, it was the HBO special that she did about filming her Netflix special. That's kind of like a lot of uh, streaming services at one time. But she talks about having hyperemesis and chronicling how much she vomits and how no matter what she eats or what she does, it still happens and getting IVs. And it's very much true to the journey that I'm on. You know, people try to say, well, why don't you try to eat this or why don't you try to do this? It doesn't really help with the condition. It's something completely different. It's not just, you know, a morning sickness. It's something so far beyond that. I have been getting IVs twice a week to help me, like, even have a shot at functioning normally. And that has been really helpful. Um, But other than that, I'm, I'm just, I'm excited. I'm grateful. But it's been hard, especially not sharing that with you guys just yet because, I just haven't felt myself. I haven't felt the same motivation. I haven't felt the same energy levels that I want to have in order to be able to put out an amazing podcast for you. And obviously launching All the Skies has been super important in my life and wanting to market that like crazy and go headfirst and do everything and just not physically being able to has been really tough. So I hope that maybe you haven't seen any difference and that the podcasts have still been up to par with what you expect. Just know that I'm trying my best. I I mean, most of the times for my interviews, I'm like literally waking up five minutes before 
having a shit ton of adrenaline to bang out the interview and then going to bed right after it because I just can't even hold my head up anymore. But I'm so passionate about what I want to do here with So Sorry for Your Loss and with all this, guys. I want to keep it going. I and, and this is what I'm trying to do. I'm literally laying in bed right now recording this on vacation because I'm so dedicated to you and dedicated to what we're doing here. I hope the messages today were helpful in terms of miscarriage, in terms of signs, in terms of you know, a pregnancy when you've lost somebody significant in your life is just so, so transformative. And I guess I'm realizing now I haven't really done an episode on that. I think I did one with Jamie Ailes, uh, maybe in October, where we had talked about pregnancy and after the loss of a parent. But maybe there needs to be more said on that. So maybe that's an episode I'll do in the future, but I wanted to update you guys on everything that's going on. It has been really hard for me to not share it with you, Um, but now I'm happy to have been able to get it out there and to tell you that this is what's going on in my life. I'm pregnant. I'm expecting my second child, dealing with some sickness, getting a business out, continuing the podcast, you know, interacting with you guys as always on social. That's the easiest place to find me at So Sorry with Gianna. I love, love, love hearing everything that you have to say about the podcast and about the store and any questions you have. And again, like I said at the beginning of the episode, I want to put together a signs episode with all of the signs that you have. So send me your sign story at so sorry with Gianna or at Gianna Demedio at gmail.com. So as always, I love you so much. And until next time, thanks so much for tuning in. Thanks for listening. Head over to Instagram to follow more at So Sorry with Gianna. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, leave that five-star review. I would love you for it. More to come on this season of So Sorry for Your Loss. So stay tuned.